let's do this. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Arl Knots Podcast, episode 19. Yeah, buddy. This is Craven. This is Zach. And today, we're going to do Craven Has Never Seen Event Horizon. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. We're going to watch Event Horizon. And uh, if you would like to watch along with us, we're going to give you a, a, a countdown and uh, to hit play. And then you can play this along with the film. Yeah. And check out our commentary along the way. Yeah, just, uh, just a little commentary companion piece for the classic sci-fi horror movie event horizon yeah we were what, what happened we were talking about this and you mentioned event horizon and i said i've yeah. never seen event horizon and, and you were like, like you've never what? seen event horizon <laughs> i tried not to be that indignant <laughs> asshole that's always like judgmental of people that haven't seen things that i've seen like that's a weird thing it's like you don't have the same life experiences that yeah. i have what's yeah. wrong with you i but i do think that he <laughs> needed this in his life of course I, i've always wanted to see it yeah and it's something that I've thought about quite a bit. It's weird though, because every time I've been in a place where it comes on, yeah. if I'm flipping through cable at a friend's house or something and I see it, I tend to just, just kind of blow past You're it. just like, not today. I, yeah, I think <laughs> I think I, I always knew that yeah. I was gonna have to see it, but I wanted to see the whole thing. I didn't want to just jump yeah, in the middle. Yeah, because you just jump in the TV, you're always gonna miss like an intro. Yeah, so this is it, today's the day. Yeah, today's the day. We're gonna watch, we're gonna get through Event Horizon, which I consider, uh, it has a, a special place in my heart because I liked the promise of it and I liked how it started. Like there is the the bones of a good movie in here mm. or at least a cool movie. So and you're just, saying it's not a good movie? Uh, it's, I'm saying it doesn't really deliver on the promise of... Uh, that's a, that's my opinion. I don't Indeed. know. I, I've never looked at the Rotten Tomatoes score for this and looked at like... It's a 23. Ooh. Yeah, it's rough. That's bad. What else is a 23? That's a... Uh, a lot of bad films. Uh, that's not a good zone to be yeah. in. Yeah. Of course, this is also a film from 1996. Six? Seven? Seven. Okay. So, so Rotten Tomatoes scores are weird for older films. I don't know. They're not like you know, up they're not to like date. Today's. They're usually... Yeah, they're like usually from... Uh, specialty sites yeah. like horror blogs and things like that that just go back and retroactively review old stuff that is to, not to say that a low score like 23 is not telling it's not to say it's not earned either it's, yeah uh, there's definitely i would probably give this like in the 60s really yeah just as it just as much as it's entertained me but i think there's a lot of maybe nostalgia attached to that score it interesting. may be Sixties, because I'll give if I if That's I a watch huge leap. Oh, very much so. Twenty three, because it's a competent <laughs> film. Like it's it's definitely like yeah, like it's got a great cast. Uh, it it's doesn't play it doesn't mess around. Like it goes like pushes boundaries in like some crazy ass ways and yeah, uh, you know and it's people still talk about it. Like it's I feel like if okay. there was an audience score, which I'm not sure there is, it's probably like sixty to seventy. I would say right because audience score. And for a lot of tech cases are just based on personal opinion. They're never a critical view of the, the, the filmmaking. Itself. Oh, audience just, scores. Yeah, yeah. Audience scores are just like, I thought it was rad. Fuck the critics. Yeah. I don't know why it was rad. I just think, I just thought it was rad. I think that might've been a direct poll quote from a, an audience review. They're not very good at ex like expanding on their feelings at all. Yeah. <laughs> you either take it or leave it in the audience score. So then, we want to update yeah. the audience real quick on yeah, things that are upcoming been, before been, we uh, started up. Yeah, because the last thing we really had going on was that uh, 
the Star Wars reimagined video. That was kind of our last big entry into the world. Yeah. You've been kind of uh, like stirring the soup recently to try to come up with ideas that are things that are Arl Knots that you know and love, but are also a little bit more. Um, we always say it, but we're always trying to find that like that thing that clicks that we own, you know, that's like content that we produce that we that nobody we're not beholden to anybody else for copyright, you know, permission or anything like yeah. that. So we've been uh, in the workshop, in the lab, in the the dark event horizon laboratory, <laughs> um, doing some concepts for a, a show that I think you guys will enjoy a lot. And yep. Uh, It'll, it'll sort of deliver all the things that we feel like are, are play to our strengths, basically. We have a bunch of things that kind of in the pipeline. Yeah. This one is like... That one's a big say, one. That's a big one. I'm really excited yeah. about that one. The potential of it is uh, is very promising. Like, I'm, I'm very happy with what it could mean. Yep. Uh, but yeah, YouTube channel-wise, we've got, a, we've got a, another l- l- sincere, legit, you know, list coming out. The well-researched... Uh, well-reasoned and worded top 10 top 10 list coming out yeah, about uh, Star Wars yeah which, um, well we can <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about we'll that talk more about that later. You know, after the uh, after the, the screening uh, and uh, we have uh, we have may do a follow-up to the reimagined video oh yeah we've yeah. got some ideas for that kind of thinking maybe you know well we can get into this later but yeah, it doesn't have to be a reimagining of the second or third film it can just be a we just do whatever we want kind of love we kind of love to do a if Star Wars made complete sense. Oh, yeah. Just the whole thing, you know. Um, just tie up all those loose ends that the, that the prequels created. Yeah, but only yeah. through Darth Vader. Only through Vader. <laughs> that that's kid, easy. And, yeah, that was Jesse uh, on that. That kid is, I'd love to watch him again. Yeah, great uh, work I hope he's like, benefited from that experience, too. I mean, that video well, he had his own. Well. he had his own thing, pretty big, pretty big thing going yeah. on with Star Wars. But uh, I hope it, like, it was, it was like on the edge. a little bit of a different. I, I don't think he was, like, getting, like, crazy ass like uh i think a lot of his stuff was like fan made mm. i'm not sure if he was like wasn't he working as we may want to research that yeah cause... i because I, I know he had some pretty cool videos on there but i don't know if they were um official like work for hire as vader yeah. stuff but he's he could and it, he may very well well he's brilliant that. as yeah. vader for sure one of the nicest kids too man he's he was a absolute delight to work with yep even though it was mostly just, I mean, we talked to him once, but it was mostly just like email exchanges, but he was just all about it. And totally. Uh, yeah. What else we got? Yeah. We got some more musical stuff as always yep. to look forward to. And, uh, and then maybe some, uh, Oh, should we like poll? Like I'll probably post it on Twitter. Yeah. We're, we're going to poll you guys on some like potential live event ideas. Cause we've done it once. Uh, well, we've we've done a few things live, but we had our own event once, and it went really well. People seemed to have a lot of fun, and we had fun doing it. We had it, a so. blast. Uh, it's always just great to like meet everybody and and party with everybody and take them to my strange favorite bars <laughs> afterwards. Uh, big shout out to Lucky Thirteen, the metal bar. Yep. I'm not even a metal guy. I don't know why, but that, that bar, bar is, is just, so rad. Oh, it's so dope. Like one half of the bar is all. 80s horror movie memorabilia and then the other half is just like rock band poster art from like concerts and things like that and there's just go-go dancers there's live metal bands it's just nuts and they're playing weird japanese uh uh <laughs> iron knight was playing the last yeah. time I went there have you seen iron knight before it's like a kaiju style uh i think so ultraman ripoff with a cowboy 
Okay, maybe not. <laughs> Check out Iron Knight. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Cool. We'll do that, and then uh, and we'll and then we're gonna watch Event Horizon. So, cue it up. Let's do it. Yeah, cue it up on your end. We're gonna, we're gonna do, do a countdown. Right. If you and if you uh, if you just kind of want to skip this part, if you don't have the movie, um, you may just want to jump to the end where we just kind of talk about we wrap up our feelings on it, and uh, we'll give you the time code for that. Right, punching in here. If uh, you do want to leap ahead to post film commentary, that number is one hour forty two minutes and forty seconds. Also, um, you know, we're watching this digitally. So uh, if you're going to watch along with us, I'm assuming you're going to be doing it, you know, whatever digital medium you've got. Yeah. But the bottom line is we're going to start from the very first frame uh, after you, you hit play on whatever. whatever yeah, device we just started right out of the gate. I Paramount think it starts logo. with the Paramount logo with no The stars. movie just goes right into it. When it, We rented yeah. it on Amazon, I think, or, you know, I'm not sure. We iTunes. got it on Apple TV. Apple TV, yeah. Apple, through the movie through the, the movie, movie app. thing. I don't know if this movie is available uh, for streaming on Netflix or Prime. You may if you you may just have to figure out a way to get the movie. Uh, we'll, we'll leave that to you. Yes. But to if you want to enjoy this this classic cinema hit, uh, <laughs> that's how you got to do it. Cool. Yeah. Uh, don't have to worry about it being too locked in. We're not doing any kind of like silly lip flap things or yeah no like we're, just we're just talking be there's gonna be some talking. periods of silence but if you're just if you're watching the movie you won't notice it because we're just you'll be watching the movie <laughs> and uh yeah that's it all right let's do yeah. this yeah all right let's get this countdown y'all this is exciting so the the official viewing now is yeah. is to begin uh, which we are currently looking at the paramount mountains vanity card with no stars at uh Point one second into right, the so film. you should you you can pause at the Paramount logo, yeah. with no stars, and then well I guess we'll count down. Yeah, we'll count down three, two, one, one go. go, and then <laughs> what, we, everybody we everyone has to always decide if it's if three, it's three two, two go one, yeah <laughs> or three two one go. then go yeah I'm a fan of three two one then go three two one go is the is the winner in right. almost every version of that, but there's always a conversation about it first. There is. Someone, there's always someone's always got to be different. I think we're gonna go three, two, one, go. go though, yep, right? three, two, yeah. one, go. All right, you ready for this? You ready to experience the event horizon? Yes, I'm ready. All right, so we're gonna go three, two, one, go. Sweet. We're in it. I love that. That's the sweet song, the sweet sound of the Paramount logo, full and lush. Rich, a promise of a better tomorrow. And this movie's not playing games either. They say they wipe the logo right into the stars. Yeah, uh, there's a trend that hasn't gone away. It's pretty blasting. I'm gonna have to do. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do one headphone if I'm. Yeah, me too. Be able to hear you. Ooh, this is going to be uncomfortable. And this, of course, yes, Paul Anderson. It's Paul Anderson. The, the I didn't same, know this was a Paul Anderson film. The Paul P.T. Anderson did it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you this dare! Is the, no, this is the other Paul. <laughs> this is the uh, the Bad Batch from the Bad Batch of the Paul Anderson clones. Sam Neill, God yeah. bless his heart. Noseworthy. Noseworthy. I um. This. Score I sort of love this. Really um. Intense. Oh, the score is pretty, 
pretty kinetic here. I love um, the <laughs> the credits drifting back into this black hole. It's a space all anus. Of these, all of these people. Spainus. <laughs> um, Visual effects. So when this film came out, there was a pretty big media blitz that they were doing about the visual effects and was there yeah they were they were really proud of the uh some of the the design work they'd done on that sh on the ship and um, i think there's i i remember seeing a lot of footage of that crazy device at the center of it right, all right the core um, yeah, yeah and i think that was like a mix of cg and practical stuff oh, and they were like really psyched if about that's that. true then it's pretty good so again this is yeah we just got the last paul anderson was the first and last name to appear in the credits yep also, 2015. That oh, always cracks damn. me up. damn. So, at this rate, we'll be mining pretty <laughs> quickly here. Deep space. It's the worst space. Does that... What? It, okay. Oh, Okay. There's a lot of info yeah. dumping here. So, yeah, if you're unfamiliar, this is Paul Anderson of the Mortal Kombat um, Resident Evil movie fame. Right away, Neptune is just... Or is this Jupiter? What is this? Uh, this is... I think it's Neptune. Is it Saturn? <laughs> I, there was rings, wasn't there? But it's the eighth planet, right? The only reason I say Neptune is because they it disappeared there. So I think it reappears there. Those are rings for sure. It said it in the the opening. Yeah, it disappeared around Neptune. Oh, I see. And it was the worst space adventure. Oh wow! In, in history, this is some. This is like some nineteen eighties. This floating is, objects, visual effects. I almost feel like this we should is be some wearing, Spielbergian ET. Stuff. We should be wearing like 3D glasses right now, so that Rolex <laughs> flies into our face. I like how you could hear the ticking yeah. though momentarily. <laughs> they overdid a little bit on sound design. Ooh, that's fun. <laughs> Samothy, Samothy <laughs> Neal. So Sam is the now, little background in case we miss it. He is the creator of the Event Horizon. Oh, you don't ship. need to. You don't need to need to tell me. Oh, okay. I I will gain that information through <laughs> viewing the film for the first time, Zach. I don't know if you do. You don't I'm need to excited. tell me anything that I'm, I'm just a, trying to fill fill the air. I'm experiencing this for the first time. <laughs> Organically, uh, for real. I do love that. Uh, the whole is it a dream, or oh, is it right. a prophecy? You know, is it a vision of things to come? Or was it just a transition? Was it something that was happening and then Sam Neill also is just happening? Oh, well, you know more about this than I do, so. I still don't know, actually. Wait, this isn't a double dream situation, is it? <laughs> Please have him wake up a second time. Oh, okay. Phew. <laughs> the whole movie is just a series of Sam Neill waking up over and over again. So they have artificial gravity, that much we know. They always do, don't yeah. they? Yeah. It's just that easy. Oh, I'm actually getting dizzy watching this. 
That's Paul Anderson's biggest cinematic achievement, making you puke. <laughs> he doesn't care how. He just wants to make you puke. Is that over, like, Reno? Where's that supposed to be? <laughs> crunchy. <laughs> so crunchy. You know, Michael Kamen is a pretty great composer. Is he the one on this? Yeah. Okay. What else has he done? Oh, you know it. Uh, he was Die Hard. Oh, okay. And all kinds of greatness. He knows how to how to drop in a good hook for certain moments, thematic thematic hooks. He's kind of a genius with that stuff. Oh, uh, if PT wasn't a total hack, he would have brought that camera right in through those slats, David Fincher style. <laughs> he couldn't even get through the glass. I don't know if they were doing stuff quite like that. It looked like he was trying. Wait a minute. Uh-oh, we've got some audio issues. Ah, here we go. We're good. Locked and cocked. That looks like one of those old games. Miss Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego? Is that been. what she was playing? <laughs> Paul Anderson might have just been like, I have that door sound effect. I like Richard Jones. He's always a good addition to the cast. Shut up, nerd. <laughs> You're not welcome here. Dude, I feel like this is this is pretty great. I, sorry, go ahead. I just feel like in New York so far in summer, it's just been chainsaws and like backhoes and construction. I just can't get away from it. It's it's insane. You is that guys, what's happening? Yeah, there's like a guy landscaping downstairs with a chainsaw. Oh, I don't hear it. Oh yeah. My my apartment is like uh. being sandwiched by two different construction projects. Every morning, it's just the backup beep and chainsaws. Dude, I don't remember the last time somebody walked up to me who was smoking a cigarette and just as a matter of principle offered it to me to take a drag. <laughs> who does that? The, the guy like, about to inject space juice into your neck. But is that like his MO? Like when he comes up to you, he just offers you a drag? I think so. I think it's just like, hey, here's your last chance. To your get last some, chance sweet, before you go into yeah, sweet hypersleep. Nicotine. That's kind of a cool. That's I like kind that of cool, ship. Yeah. yeah. Lewis and Clark. Yeah, is that going to be a problem? I don't think they'll be able to hear it on their end so okay. much. And if we're quiet, you can just take a sample of that and just remove it from the... Oh, snap. Wow. Is it a triple dream? <laughs> is he really awake yet? Triple dream. How much would that suck if you were in like a hypersleep and it didn't work right and everybody else was like just out cold and you were just like fuck man i gotta i gotta sleep for like 72 years real time 
Yeah, that is a true nightmare, isn't it? You're just in a Bacta tank for a lifetime? He's kind of trying to puff it out a little bit. <laughs> He's got like the invisible lat thing kind of going on. Like, damn, dude, my arms just won't stay down. <laughs> that did not scare me, by the way. Oh, God. I know that P.T. Anderson is. <laughs> He's the master of scares. P.T. Anderson. P.T. <laughs> Wait, it is P.T. Anderson, isn't it? Yeah. Is it Paul, Paul Thomas? Paul Tom. Yeah. But then Paul, who's no, no, this is Paul W. S. Anderson. Oh, W. S. Yeah. P. T. is the the the. Prestigious. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure if it was two Paul Andersons or two P. T. Andersons. No, two Paul Andersons, and right, they we'll, both. We'll get rid added, of that. They were both just Paul Anderson around this time. Yeah. Right. Oh, turns out he was the last one. He's away. the last. Oh, that's a uh, a clever twist. And the rest of the crew is like this rookie punk. That weird stiff scream that he did was like memeified for a while. People were <laughs> just making that the reaction to all sorts of different scenarios. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Perhaps something a little stronger. Would you like me to remove my towel? Do you like it black? <laughs> no milk? <laughs> oh, he just made the same joke I was just uh, making. It's oh, oh, just a little, geez. just a little light sexual harassment. Written by after. Paul Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Anderson was like, this character has to be black for this joke to work. <laughs> we need to cast the blackest man available. What's Richard T. Jones doing? I feel like there's a 97% chance this guy was an alien three. He just seems like that type of, he's kind of British, kind of hard looking, but approachable, you know, that's Draco's dad, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, the cast is great. I 
I sexually harass. <laughs> and I pass gas. I and offer smoke people grass. coffee. <laughs> I like how in the future it's returned to the 80s and 90s level of uh, secondhand smoke acceptance. <laughs> These guys are just making it making it dim. There's a funny trope going on here, too, which is, you know, you don't know who you're going to be traveling and your crew is in right. space until, until, you, get until you get to your destination, <laughs> until you get out of hypersleep. Yeah. Come on now. He's like, what do you do? <laughs> He's like, I was just walking by. You guys grabbed me and just threw me in this tank. All right. I so sell printer ink at Best Buy. I don't know what you guys are doing. <laughs> Is it code hot and black? As Satan. <laughs> That's input. Wait, what is that? Now, remember, this was the biggest disaster in space travel history. The disappearance. Was that reaction just... that science not if you open a gate to hell it doesn't if you ask demons for directions they will guide you to the faster way it's well, actually it's all demon gates so there's no math involved it's all symbols and runes <laughs> Certain sacrifices and deals are made. My wife's eyes. It's it's all very technical. Singularity. Diagram it. Yes. I like they were like try us, and then they're immediately like, "You fucking nerd." Is a it's a pizza. You fold the pizza. Oh, not the, f oh, not the, oh, oh, he didn't do the second, oh. Oh, not my <laughs> chubby trucker girl. <laughs> Miss That's what we're here to find out.
That's what we're here to find out. Jurassic he said, Park. that's what we're here to find out. So do a shot every time that that's what we're here to find out. Yeah. Um, so, so far so good, man. I, I dig the ambience and design work on, on this. So that was the oh. last audio log. Oh, youch. Sounds like a rave, bro. When we considered all the various languages, we didn't consider the Latin <laughs> of all language. <laughs> How could they have Wait a second here. Did this guy not he he had a he was able to filter the thing right, right. so they had studied it. Nobody thought Nobody. <laughs> Latin. This is that's pretty egregious. That's this guy's that's just an egregious, screaming sounds. I mean, I mean, they could have just given that to Sam Neill. He could have been like, right. "It's Latin." Yeah, but we don't. But I don't speak it. Yeah. But even then, like, if they knew it was Latin, they would have translated. I mean, what? How quickly did they discover that tape and then leave on this freaking mission? Well, they the next day. Well, there's a yeah, because there's a lot going on here. Like you said earlier, they didn't even meet the crew until they were already. But he's like, don't no mission briefing, none of that. Just get on the fucking jet. We'll talk about it on the way there. Yeah, yeah. I, The storms of Neptune provide quite the challenge. He's swinging all over the place. That's kind of a silly design for a ship. Right. Like a captain's chair that just swings willy nilly. <laughs> I feel like the whole point of it is so that it's not rocking on so the it's surface. it's not swinging, but, right? Yeah. I was just... I was just thinking a cool thing for a... <laughs> you have to hang on <laughs> to it. Like hanging it's on. like, shit, this chair's going wild. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else has got ground chairs. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, help me. Dude, he's like just a... Um, like a bench, like a bench swing, like for it'd be, a porch. It'd be, it'd be an amazing sight gag if every time they went back to him, he was swinging harder. <laughs> I like how it just says it real huge on the outside of the ship. In case you're passing it on the highway. It's the event horizon. It's got like a marquee. Like a fucking shitty nightclub. <laughs> there she is. got a fat ass it looked sort of like a a sword or something yeah a little bit with a hilt actually it would be kind of cool if they uh in a film designed seats that were 
uh, on some type of gimbal that actually would move independent of, of the ship itself. Right. Not independent of the ship, but independent of the movement of the ship. It had its own center of gravity, yeah. basically. Yeah. Like a gyroscope kind of thing. Yeah. Or, yeah. Gyroscopic mechanics. I, I think what was supposed to be happening there, he was supposed to be like on a a rack that allowed him to move around. Yeah. <laughs> he's moving the most out of anyway. He's still swinging. He's just I like how swaying. His, I like how his legs are also like totally like this looks like a baby (laughs) (laughs) sitting in his high chair in a high chair waiting for snack i like that's the kind of thing where the director's like it'll look great lawrence trust me Yeah, lawrence is like i feel stupid though (laughs) oh she is they're playing like everquest or something yeah they're playing yeah (laughs) she's definitely running that off like a cdi he's still hanging on <laughs> They've stopped. Yeah, he's still swinging. What I mean, I believe it's demon auras. <laughs> so are they? Are they still in space? I don't yeah. get it. They're just so. There's a thunder shower in space. Well, I think they're within Neptune's atmosphere or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like Wait, just you wouldn't just be chilling. able to hear the thunder though. Right? It's like thunder like a like it's outside. Like they're just your inside house. an old cabin. Yeah. yeah. I mean I know they're going for the haunted house thing right. here, right? But they are, because that's the whole thing was that it's a haunted house in space. They need creaky floorboards. <laughs> floorboards. <laughs> like it's just wood floors inside. <laughs> creaky hinges. Oh yeah, prepare to get entered. By something hot and black. It'd be cool if he had offered him another another puff of his cigarette before he closed the lid. Oh, yeah. Or if the stuff they offered them just kept escalating every time. They're like, would you like a... A bite of the sandwich? Yeah. This one bite? (laughs) You want to play this flute real quick before you go in? (laughs) Are we going to make that comedy... Where characters, the quirks, just become like running gags. Yeah. What do you say? One for the road. (laughs) Just put like one of those like mouth harps in there. (laughs) (laughs) Juice harp. (laughs) The umbilicus. See, he knows. Did you say juice harp? Yeah. Not Jew harp, it's juice harp, yeah. Isn't that what it's called, a juice harp back I, in the I day? Don't, I don't know. Magnetic boots. Gotta hotwire this door. More 3D garbage. They missed their chance to have, like, Product placement floating around in here, yeah, like can a of Coke. Coca-Cola yeah, floating for sure. by. Coke wouldn't touch this. Pepsi would be all over it, though. <laughs> Small objects make large sounds when they float past the camera. <laughs> You know the sound designer was just like, Paul, that's not 
how like just do it like is this water bottle gonna <laughs> i'm surprised that tin can didn't make a sword unsheathing sound when it went by actually i'd like to know what the um the physics are in that water bottle spinning but the water flowing around it like like right. moving up and down inside it as if it was it has not it, as if it had gravity it has gravity in the bottle yeah, yeah it's got its own artificial gravity inside that kind of a People. That's that's Poland Spring 2047. <laughs> Each bottle is maintained by its own gravitational generational field. It's this place is a tomb. Oh, <laughs> I love that was definitely in the trailer. So it, I guess that could still conceivably have been just a glove. There's definitely yeah. a hand in there, though. That's got to be. I like how they they tried so hard to like be Geigerish, but not quite totally be Geiger. I mean, this is there are some pretty awesome visuals in the film. Oh, for sure. Going on, there's some there's some polish here, you know. Well, I think that's one of the reasons this film is lives in the place that it does, pop yeah. in pop culture, because it had so much potential. Yeah. And then it is squandered. Because <laughs> this era was all you know, Doom was really popular around this time too. The idea of Mixing sci-fi with hell is always like just been awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is that just some uh, heavy metal goop? Some demon goop? Yeah. Just the random the organic viscous. goop. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Man, I'm gonna pretend to look at this. Man, Hit the this camera. shit is everywhere. This movie wasn't actually presented in 3D, was it? No, it wasn't. I don't believe it was. Because there was like the shit 3D before the new 3D. Yeah, there was like Friday the 13th where Jason would just like throw a machete intentionally at the screen. Yeah. That was like your one 3D shot. When did the when did the, the non-blue and red 3D first arrive? The first movie that I remember that was filmed, truly filmed in 3D, I think even before Avatar... Was Avatar filmed in 3D? Yes. Was absolutely actually a, a Paul W.S. Anderson movie. It was one of his Resident Evils. Oh. They filmed it in true 3D, and it was uh I went to go see it because of that. Hmm. And I remember it being pretty good CD, 3D. She just pulled a CD out and totally twisted my mind. That's it? That's all? Those eyes were torn out. What? How did he? What? How did? Corpsicle? Mm. That's classy. Cementsicle. <laughs> um, haunted housesicle. Corpsicle. Man, this stuff is everywhere. 
Man, oh, man, I'm getting this some stuff really is st- everywhere. There it is. Yes, activate it. And I just got super hard. Yeah, that um, we designed it to look as evil. Yeah, <laughs> as possible. Explain to me the the the, the how reasons is, for the look of this thing. Yeah, like, how is that room not connected to the supernatural? Right. <laughs> like everything is a rune. Yeah. It absolutely is. It's the most occult summoning circle looking. It's the rune room. <laughs> the rune room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So did he just glimpse like the he, other side? He looked into the darkness. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of like a weird decision. Like, I, oh, yeah, let's get in there. Oh. It's everywhere. This stuff is everywhere. Aya! Aya! <laughs> get out of here. See ya, sucker. Oopsie. Yeah, you will become food for the immortals. I mean, when he says he's in trouble, like, you aren't kidding. Like, he's being dragged at what kind of rate? Oh, man. New blood. Oh, damn. That can't be great. (laughs) See you, Lawrence. Where's your little swingy chair now? Dude, this situation escalated fast. Yeah. So it looks like the ship is taking out their vessel. So it pushed out into the the ship that's docked yeah okay so it's like come on in you can hang out in the event horizon until you get this all sorted out everything will be cool that's a classic michael kamen cue right there so yeah so well it's giant spikes on the wall so You have to explain this. You can't just make a room look as heavy metal and as evil as possible and just uh, call it science. Like, there, like, you have to... Like, the, 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 the resonating spikes will help guide gravitational... Like, you have to, right. like, have some sort of explanation. I mean, the only thing I can imagine is that Sam Neill actually is tapped into the supernatural... Right. And he did it. He's like a shaman or something. This is his whole. Which would be an amazing that twist. That would have been awesome. Did, is gonna, that not the twist? <laughs> I hate to say. I don't want you to get your hopes up on that. Oh man. 
You're, yes and no, basically. Is okay. Oh, wait a minute. I got it. I know what's going on here. Was he trying to bring his wife back? Uh, I don't think so. Whatever. Thing, Everything that's. Whatever thing sounds like a good idea. Yeah, that's not how WS thinks. <laughs> that's unfortunate. Oh, oh no. Wait, who was who was that guy? Corpse salad. That was actually a really cool effect, though. All the coolant fuel just like yeah. recomposing. Wait, who just who just icicled? That was that dead captain. Oh, the, the corpsicle. Yeah, the corp the original corpsicle. Um. Now it's corp, and the event horizon is now activated. <laughs> <laughs> haunted houseicle yeah i i think that yeah i'm curious because that's another one i can imagine is yes we wanted to do faster than light travel but honestly what i was trying to do is open up a gateway yeah. to hell <laughs> to get my wife back yeah you know sort of a modern day sort of weird greek mythology of some kind yeah would that'd be kind of like a trip to hades to get your wife yeah is that orpheus is that a yeah that would have that would be interesting that would have been Maybe great. Maybe that's the one we make. We should make that. and then, <laughs> But then make it just airplane, basically. A total Zucker Brothers, you know. <laughs> We're going to take this ship to hell <laughs> and win. We just be like, we're going to do a ship uh, faster than light style. We're just going to take a slight detour through hell. It'll be easy breezy. No, no challenges whatsoever. <laughs> Because that'd be kind of cool if he was like, yes, faster than like travel was more like a byproduct of what I was trying to do rather right. than. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, you know, but really what I am is an yeah. occult leader and, you know, occult scientist. Yeah, really, really what I wanted to do is open up a gateway to the afterlife. And that was the entire point. Yeah. That this faster than the faster than like travel was kind of like an excuse. <laughs> yeah. But WS just isn't that subtle. He's just not subtle at all. So, so that room has no explanation for looking like that. Nope. It's just demonic. <laughs> Cause because, I it, because it's obviously it I mean, is a demon gateway. So that's why it looks that way. That sucks. Yeah. It'd be hilarious if he was like, if he was like, you know, the whole time we were building this thing, I thought they were going to be onto me, but then they just built it. And I, I, if he was giving that monologue, yeah, you know, it was like after the 20th, just <laughs> spike, they were just, they, I just assumed they were never going to ask questions. <laughs> they were just on board with whatever I said. <laughs> Oh, I had to I had to stop myself from calling them sacrificial spikes, <laughs> but after that, it was all it's all smooth sailing. <laughs> because somehow it passed, yeah, inspection, and nobody questioned it. You know, that would have been epic. I say would have been as if I haven't. You know, as if the movie's finished, but it is a would have been. Yeah. <sighs> Mr. Justin. I like Richard Jones's reaction here, or Mr. Cooper. He has a great moment here.
<laughs> this movie doesn't deserve him. I know. Well, mm. did you see the spikes landing the room? Uh, I mean, virgin blood. <laughs> if you want to, if you want to know. I mean, if that guy just describes what he saw, then, you know, he should have been like, yep, that's, that's exactly what, what it looks yeah. like. Oh. oh. <laughs> that's... Uh, Come down. Ignore the spikes and almost the corpses. Yeah. That are, yeah. <laughs> Ignore the skull dis- craft. <laughs> skull craft. But it did turn itself on. Clearly, it's on. It repowered the ship on its own. Yeah, it's. All right, so I like how Sam Neill is blind to whatever truth is here. He clearly is like. Let's circle back on that later. It's a good. I like how you put that. Oh, he's being. He's being played, clearly. Or he's in sync. Or he's Alan Moore. Is there a twist here where actually this is not all happening like we think it is? I, I wish that was the Damn case. It. I wish any of your theories just, were the case. Because that would have been why... cool if the, if the hell was actually like this was not, the whole situation was not quite like we thought right. or something. Man, so this, this is, is why super, this is this movie, why the movie failed, right? This is why like, this movie is sitting with us, like people like me, the way it has, though, because all these things that it's peaking in your mind did that to us, and then in the second half, we're just like, "Well, what the fuck? Like, are you kidding me? It doesn't follow through on anything." We'll see how you feel about it. Okay, because it is a cool movie. Like, I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad somebody did Haunted House in Space. Yeah, it's uh, there are a lot of things so far to love about yeah. it. See, Mr. Justin is uh, Look out, for that out of commission. Behind you, though, or is he? He's not out of commission. No, he's just he's just out. He's. Oh, is this the dream you had? Oh, what? Danny. Oh, no. Did he say peaches? Peaches. It was all serious like that? No, I think it was Peter's. Oh. 
Peaches would have been better, though. Peaches and cream. Peaches. Do we have any on the ship? (laughs) I just suddenly got an urge for something sweet and juicy. Like, like you. Take a haul of my cigarette? Would you like something hot and black? Wait, no, that doesn't work for me. (laughs) Dry and milky, perhaps? (laughs) Dry, cold, and milky. (laughs) Does he have a little floaty chair? And hell. I'm the Latin guy. It's kind of my thing. That also escalated quickly. <laughs> Lawrence is the I'm best. I'm sorry. What? What is that? <laughs> It'd be cool. Hold if- up. Roll back. You know, his delivery was funny, though. He was like, what is that? Yeah. It'd be cool if he was like... What is that? Yeah. Like, excuse me, like, what is going on here? He's just like... What is that exactly? Hold on. Quit playing with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Don't act like you didn't just see that. Don't just hit stop and then move on. Yeah, not what is that. Yeah. What is that? Dude? What is that? Oh, cool. A necro layer. <laughs> <laughs> Necromantic fire yeah, hallway. That, that, that's some... Universal Studios horror <laughs> colors right there. Never walk into that on a ghost ship. Yeah. Never go directly into that light. He's just having a seizure. I've just put a fucking wallet in his mouth. Uh-oh. Dude, fucking swallow, first of all. <laughs> Peaches! Peaches. Welcome to whatever chipboard we can find town. <laughs> Is that just a hallway comprised of chipboards? That's it. Did he ground himself at all before he just started crawling around in here? Yeah, he didn't touch anything. Dude, that guy's chainsaw crazy out there. Yeah, it figures that there's somebody chainsawing things outside. I'm telling you, man, that's my life this. now. This Everywhere I go, it's just... Tunnels being dug into the streets. Like, they're just going nuts out there. You know, I, I'm already kind of disappointed because I love the design of all of this. The colors and the lighting and the design. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's, that's, it really is. And nobody would give a shit if this movie just kind of just sucked just normally. It, yeah. That flashlight has got some power behind it. <laughs> Enough to make <laughs> a whoosh. It's like a lightsaber. I'm scared. I love it every time, the, every time the screen goes black, I can see your reflection. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just kidding. Here's your power back. Oh, right. It'd be awesome if a shark just came flying out of there. <laughs> Yo. Well. 
That's not good. What is that? I'm sorry. What is that? Wait, what happened? Finally, some, some honesty. I have a perfectly good explanation for everything anyone's <laughs> ever said so far. It could have been science delusions <laughs> compressing the brain into seeing Burning Man. Did anybody actually ever address the, the gore, the horrific <laughs> gore in the window uh, panes? It's just back there, but like... Yeah, isn't there, there's like a skull baked into it, too. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but this ship just doesn't seem right. Psych, a murderous. Are you cool, motherfucker? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Go outside, tell you Go cool outside off. Go outside and cool yeah. off. <laughs> Apparently, it's raining and thunder showers right. right now. You go stand outside in the rain. <laughs> you hang your head. Do you cool while you off? Do it. Yeah. Wet yourself, <laughs> wet yourself down. Are you telling what like a trans? Uh, is this a transformer? Is it gonna? You know what? What you do is you knock out Sam Neill and you get off. That's how you survive. Yeah. Like if they, if the, if they were experiencing any of this, they'd have to like. Oh yeah. They'd like, have you're to too. Out you're too close. Like every. Of course, every. Your opinions are going to be all biased towards the ship. I mean, we all saw demons. Yeah, they all saw something. So yeah. that's what he was just asking, right? And yeah, he was saying this is really happening. It yeah. wasn't a hallucination. And then she was like. Yes, the hallucinations are causing biosignatures. They're really here. And this he's like, I don't want to hear it. He's like, I don't want to hear it. But what I do want you to hear is about the guy I just saw that was on <laughs> completely engulfed in flame who just looked right at me. Yeah, that's not that's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's um. <clears throat> I kind of feel like that is a bit of a weakness in the way that the writing of these characters is approached right now. I don't. I'd really want to understand. Paul Anderson's connections. 
because he keeps getting chances. I don't know if he's like an Uwe Boll type where his movies will make money like well, through tax loops and shit, no matter what. I mean, there's something to be said about anybody who has the, the craft and know-how to actually get something done. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> That's I think a lot of a lot of directors just have that super ability and you know, they can they can make the film and, you know, get it out there and it's at least, you know, well crafted enough yeah. that it, it hits a certain level and like that in and of itself is pretty cool. You know, not everybody. I mean, I, we, we've both been on film sets and we know just like how much goes into just doing a scene. Yeah. Any, you're anything. On, you're on set for 12 hours and you get like 30 seconds of the film made. You Seriously. Know? It's difficult enough to even, you know, make a commercial or something. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't mean that we can't suggest that it's disappointing on. Some oh yeah, level. absolutely. <laughs> You don't get it while well, I tried my best after I like paid to see your movie, you know. <laughs> Wait, what? What is this? I am in the chair. Push open the door. Ah. Uh, uh, uh. If you're going to be like a demon lord, you need to at least have basic self-defense. Open the door. It sounded like cool. that sample in that, that track I made. Open the door. Oh, shit. Which one? The door. <laughs> I gotta check. Oh, look at that color. Wow. Color scheming. Mr. Justin. Justin. These scenes are all cool. I love those where the guys are yeah. swimming to the rescue. Totally. You know what Paul Anderson movie I really actually genuinely like and I can't poke any holes in it. It's just awesome from beginning to end is Death Race. Oh. With Jason Statham. The new one? Yeah. I haven't. Well, maybe I have seen it. There's a whole franchise now. They've made like five of them since then. But his, the original one with Jason Statham. It was good. And Tay Diggs. Not Tay Diggs. Uh, shit, what's his name? Baby Boy. Damn, can't remember his name. Tyrese. Yes. Tyrese Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> and the wife from Face Off. That was legitimately a good, schlocky, exploitation good time. You know. Yeah. Ian McShane was in it. Like he... I mean... But maybe that's the right kind of movie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just nonstop sort of goofy go. Psych. We out of here. <laughs> Joe. Andy's back. Oh, no.
I don't want to die in here. Uh. That was probably the most intense and coolest yeah, sequence they got of the him. movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Blip. He's enjoying this, isn't he, Sam Neill? He's he can't unsee the alignment. So at least tell me this. When they were testing the unit. Do they flash back to him testing the unit and he's already been exposed to the gateway? No. no. <laughs> I got nothing on I got no. nothing. All of that would make way more sense. Damn it. All of that would make way more sense. How could anybody... This movie wasn't about constructing an airtight, cool sequence of events. It was Paul Anderson going like, you know what else would be cool? If a guy's like fucking eyeballs exploded in the vacuum of space. I mean, all of that's good and nice, but what they need is a wraparound. Yeah. It's, it, you know, just a little something. Yeah, he had his, his concept, his hook, which was this ship that could go through hell, and that was it. Ah, this is fucking shitty teenager poetry. <laughs> <laughs> Scientifically, it's, yeah, I don't know, okay. it's the, la the absence of light. Okay, dude, don't you walk away. What is that? It's uh, the Dance Dance Revolution pad. <laughs> ghosts. Tell me it's ghosts. To what? <laughs> Albuquerque. I Is that your cat? Yeah. Yep. This is just a whole, like, all these questions he asked would have been great questions to ask before, before they... anybody left. Yeah. <laughs> Ball. I 
haven't finished my side salad yet. <laughs> we haven't even paid the bill. Don't leave uh, me. Don't eat the salad from the buffet bar. <laughs> Rookie mistake, Captain. Don't leave me. Science. No, it's not in your head. It's this ship. <laughs> I've got it. It's this blood-encrusted, corpse-filled... Demon ship dri driven by a, a core Hellgate. Hellgate is my pilot. So if I was sound designing this movie, I would have, the first discussion I would have had is, can we not use actual thunder sound? Right. But say you want the haunted house lightning and thunder thing, yeah. have the lightning, but then have it do something to the ship that, right. that mimics thunder in some way that's a cool jarring effect that gives you the same oomph of creepiness of the storm, but have the ship, have something cool happen to the ship, like it, like causes some sort of um, like electrical thing that yeah. gives you the sound of thunder. Like make it the thunder sound and an analogous sound in yeah. the ship that still does the same trick, but is like But is not just cool, haunted house thunder. Yeah. yeah. Like it could have been like a cool effect, like sonically. I don't know. The, I, I'm, there's a good chance the sound designer of this film had that conversation with W.S. Anderson. <laughs> and he says, nope. Regular thunder, bitch. This is a haunted house movie. Do what I say. So yeah, he just... And it was my biggest regret. So yeah, he just confessed that that burning guy was somebody he left behind. Ah. Oh. It's not save us. It's... You know what it is. Oh. Uh, somebody really should have went over this tape better before we all flew out here. <laughs> It's a stretch. <laughs> you don't believe in the things that we've all been seeing this whole time. 
So <clears throat> here's another theory that is going to not work. It's not hell, but it's just some alien. Like a necroverse? Yeah, just some other kind of thing, but that's never going to pan out. Yeah. No way. No, they that's, just want it to be hell. That's way too complicated. I mean, I don't, I don't deny yeah. that. You're that saying one. maybe it's like a dimension or something that's just seems like hell, but it's just a way aliens yeah, are. Yeah, or it's just a, a defense mechanism right. against, you know. Oh, right, right. I like how he just straight up just soldered tiles to the outside of their spaceship. <laughs> We're good. You can't Shing- even do that with a car. Shingles? Yeah. Just <laughs> I re-roofed this bitch and we're good to go. It is weather safe. They're playing that four-player Pac-Man right now. Yeah, they are. And they're loving it. Eight most ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game. Oh, this video works. Oh no. Oh. Oh no. <laughs> what is well, that's, that? <laughs> okay, what is that? <laughs> Scientifically, <laughs> we can't leave. Okay, so you're going to sedate Sam Neill's character, right? They're just going to let him wander around. He's not a You're going to turn your back yeah. on, on that guy. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you touch me, motherfucker? Uh-oh. Disappear into that dark. Oh. That took no time for him to just become crazy. Like that's, Yeah. The only way that would work is if you said, like, he'd already planned this. Yeah. But I think we're just supposed to believe that he just... He's just been affected been inf- so infected. hard. Yeah. But, but I'm not... I'm also a little bit bummed out that they haven't played a little bit more of a clearer line between what he believed was scientifically happening and what he now is ho- uh, being home right. means, you know? Right. Uh, like, it was played too vaguely to be any kind of fun twist when when that just happened, you just, know? I am home. Don't you want me? 
gets in the eyes. Eyes of the window to the soul. There are certain things I'd like to think about myself that if I was being like <laughs> guided into a hallucination. Yeah. Like, oh, that's my kid. My kid's not here. <laughs> Good try, ship. You know, like there's like no yeah. way. Did my kid accidentally end up on the event horizon? I have to go save him. <laughs> like how strong can a hallucination actually be like that? You know, I mean, there are, there are plenty of cool ways that they could have done that. One way is for Sam Neill to have been like, I don't know what what's happening, but there's a chance that the things that we're seeing are real. Right. You know, and not hallucinations. Like, the gateway may have brought your son back. Right. Because then, now she can chase him around. But also, in the beginning, Lawrence Fishburne was like, I'm sorry you couldn't get the time off. She's like, that's okay. My ex-husband will take the kid. So it's not like she has a tragic... Her kid's apparently still alive. Oh. Sacrifice. She didn't even land on one of the spikes. Why have the spikes if someone is not going to... Th that was Chekhov's spike room. <laughs> yeah. That was Chekhov's spike room. <laughs> and it just didn't... See, that's just a very simple way in which you could fail as a filmmaker. <laughs> I, I mean, she could have also landed on top of the... Right. The, the and just core. been ground by it as it spun. Either <laughs> that would have been interesting. She's kind of landed next to it. I don't know. Yeah. So he's still. Is he though? Is he like? He's still a little. Why though? Oh. Oh. Like, why, whole, does he, like, why does he care about her? Like, yeah. what is he? But also this whole, like, I lost my wife confused. thing. Like, this isn't, I guess this is where we get the. Oh no. Oh no. Ah no. I've been so bad. This whole like This whole like she doesn't have eyes thing was always weird. Like it's Oh Sam. Remember when you said how is he so blind to this oh, whole thing? Yeah. It works. I see. So 
please hold. He's soldering these plates onto there, but he's also just nailing them to the outside of the hall. <laughs> yeah, how does that work? Exactly? I guess it's a space nail and it's like made for that. Why do you just stick his gum on he the just, screen? He just slapped his dick. gum onto the screen. Oh, where's the reveal? Where's where's the reveal? You know, I feel like the film Cabin in the Woods was like the decades in the making long response to films like this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where they were like, we have to address this. Right, right. We have to talk about why. There's somebody just in a control room somewhere who's just... Yeah. And and even that's not good enough. Yeah. Like, it needs to tie to, like, you know, it's being done because it's being driven by hell itself. Right. You know? Like, it's just interesting because what's annoying about this is that I know we're never going to know why the ship wants sacrifices. Yeah. You know? Which sucks. Like, it just does. That's I keep, all. I keep hoping that there is some driving factor here besides Sam Neill made the thing and it opened up a gateway and that's and it's it. it's just consumed his like, mind. Like, that sucks. Yeah. You know? Baba Booey. Space explosion. Dude, I spent so much time fixing this. <laughs> Just to see it all undone before my eyes. We have such sights to show you. Speaking of sights to show you, they haven't gone down that road either. They've they've played that one pretty close to the chest. What do you mean? They like, haven't been sharing any kind of sights to show oh you. Oh yeah, nothing. You know they will though. There's a oh there's well, a whole let me thing. See what kind of time we got? No, here. don't touch it. No, I'm you just might gonna... no. Oh, okay. Holy shit! There's still 20 minutes left. Really? That's not good. Is that the sights to show you? No, we might not be able to finish it. I gotta. Oh no. Yeah, we started it too late. Are you serious? Where am I still there? Where am I going? Why does this shit have to happen to me? That's what he just, where am I going? Yeah. Space. Just how about, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Where am I going? Oh, where am I going? Just back to Neptune. Hope I hit the right zone. <laughs> that needle drop of where am I going? Why does this shit always happen to me? <laughs> Got this spike. 
Oh, no, Z's. That's such a bad effect. It's terrible because it's so far beyond the eyes, you know? He's got crazy hair now, though, like that cyborg lady from Superman 3. It's like rock and roll hair. I love I love when movies do that, too. They're like, get ready for your ultimate nightmare. Prepare to just be thrown around. <laughs> oh, this is rough. He's uh, already been autopsied. Uh, I'm not going to be able to watch this. Oh, no. The patient didn't make it. Uh. Oh. Hey, NBD. Oh, that's pretty gross. What a meth. Oh. Well, that was unnecessarily disgusting. That was pretty quick, too. Yeah. I think he was just running down the hallway that whole time. Yeah, that one must have taken a while to. Yeah. Wow, the sound on that gun was g -g 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 was pretty heavy duty. It's the this. That was the bassiest, that's most the not playing around yeah, sound. That was the the thumpiest sound in the film so far. Thumper. Ka chunk chunk, ka chunk. So what I would do at this point is I would have him take out Sam Neill. Right. And then have to have to face the ship in some way. Yeah. And that would be his own journey somehow. And that could either end badly or well. Right. But that's a pretty good. You know, maybe it ends up maybe he ends up piloting the thing back to Earth. Oh, damn. You know, and it just ends up. In the Earth's atmosphere, he's suddenly like, that's the last thing they that push happens. that camera shot into the window, and he's just like in it, going ha, 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 ha. anything, dude. That would be fine. Yeah, but yeah. he's going to end up destroying the ship, isn't he? I don't. He's remember. going to end up on an escape pod. I don't think it's that. I want some of that. So apparently, that's like a big thing in weightlifting: smelling salts. Oh, people take like hits of it. And then like and then do big lifts. Really? Like, yeah, just like right before like a giant lift. Ha. Huh. Okay. I mean that, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, here he is. I'm in the I'm in the the baby chair. I'm in the baby chair. <laughs> Shit, man. I think we might have to pause this. Do you have to go? Yeah. Oh no. Maybe we uh how about this? Let's see where we're at. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. He's pretty blase about it. What happened? Yeah, see, he had no plan oh. involved in this. I mean, we knew all this already, right. right? This isn't really a twist. This is just what's been happening yeah. since the beginning. It's just, yeah. 
she's my baby. And I gave birth out of my dookie shoot. (laughs) We've been here for... I mean, what's beautiful about it? Yeah. (laughs) There is no connection between Weir and the ship for me to believe that he thinks it's beautiful. Yeah. Oh. That's pretty cool. I actually like that. Let's go to hell. Oh, he's got superpowers from the ship. Ooh. I don't need eyes to see. But. <laughs> I love him just continuing to narrate his whole. This guy. Did he Where hear him outside? He said, hey. And then Lawrence Fishburne turned and looked. So I also like that he has superpowers, but he's still just like, I'm still going to use this gun to physically intimidate you. Yeah. I like how it, that dude was floating through space just for however long he was floating to get back. And then he was like, I can't stop. Yeah. Like, what clued you into that? Have you been trying <laughs> this whole time? He or just, just realized just it at the end. He's like, oh, this is part of the plan. I didn't. Yes. 3D me. This movie was not presented in 3D. Are we sure about it that? It seems like a lot of these camera tricks feels like it should have been watched in 3D. Oh, oh no, no the, the swingy chair. Sam Neill. This is entirely his fault. Yeah. He didn't think this Lawrence Fishburne even told him exactly what would happen. Why did he turn around and try to shoot a guy that was outside? Like yeah, that guy had any was that chance guy gonna of getting get in? in. Yeah. And why did Lawrence Fishburne look when the guy said, Hey, while he was outside in the vacuum of space, <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe he's, his comms were on, but I don't think that's it. Some pretty energetic lifeline action here. <laughs> this is the most intense cable whipping Man, he's got some strength to pull yeah, against does. that uh, that breach in the. He definitely does battle ropes at his, uh, oh, at his, sure. with his with his personal trainer. So Sam Neill, we haven't seen him. <laughs> I like that push in on door ceiling. Yeah. What is that? What is that thing that he? Cl- I was just looking at that. It's like a, it's a, like a reaper, spear. like a cyber. Staff yeah, or what's something that doing like that. in here? What's the point of that that item? <laughs> what is that? It's a huge. It's like a space pickaxe. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fireman's multi tool. Yeah. Paul Anderson loves people getting crushed by things too. The Resident Evil movie, the very first one, opened up with this huge like elevator slaying. Yeah. Set piece where people were just getting murdered by this elevator. That could have been the whole movie. <laughs> like in a movie about zombies, that's how you want to open it hard with some elevator mur- violence. Yeah. That's how he does it. Uh, 
Richard T. Jones. I sort of feel like Spielberg just started that with his Indiana Jones. It'd be cool if he was like, I can't stop. How do you stop this thing? <laughs> Don't hit me. <laughs> I can't breathe, but I can talk and say I can't breathe. You just were in, you could have just been dead in space. Blow it up. Did blow it up. Oh, so it's not an escape pod, but that's how they that's, do it. That's, yeah. I mean, obviously, the evil is on the entire ship. Are they insane? Yeah, the, the whole ship is alive. But he's just thinking, like, we just need to get away from the gravity it. drive. Yeah, we just, yeah. we don't want to go. That's, that's, that's faulty at best. Yeah. The thinking. Miller. The money. I know you did it for more than the money. money. The money, the cash, the uh, cold the cash credits, cash money, cream. Han Solo, more <laughs> than cash the rules everything bills. around me. <laughs> I know you did it for more than the bucks, the dollar bucks, the buck bucks, the space bucks. All right, he's on it. He's they're blowing this uh, this hallway. Are they though? Uh oh, blood, it dude. Blood. He's the ultimate narrator of his own shit. Are they really doing a shining thing? Shining in space. They really are. Wow. Oh, Look at that no. jungle juice. They really did do a shining in space. They certainly did. Wow. Paul Anderson. Are there depths to which you will not plunge? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. Oh, oh that. She one. barely ha How does she have any that uncovered would, spots on her? She was just her, fully submerged in a tidal wave of blood. Yeah, also falling on your back onto a steel grate would pretty much Oh, sure. Either, that's spinal right there. That would knock you out at least, at the very least. You wouldn't get up and walk within any within any minute of that. You you need a minute to just you need to <laughs> at the very least you wouldn't be able to stand up. Yeah, she's pretty dry. It's just like somebody threw a glass of Kool-Aid in her face. That's about it. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, okay. The evil is pulling out all the stops. Yeah, it's getting desperate. I love how it just came out and just straight up was like, you let me burn. Yeah, he's Indiana Jones in this hard. Oh. The little piss stream of, uh, of hotness made it through. Yeah, he's not real. He can kind of just go over he wants. But it is real. You let me burn. <laughs> <laughs> they use that doom sound effect. The yeah, I've got that sound effect. It's not my favorite. So is he really on fire? I mean, isn't this stuff real? I guess. I, I don't remember how much of it's in your head. or It's like real and fake. I don't know. This guy sucks. Yeah. 
You're right. I'm a completely transformed oh. Sam Weir. He's pretty cool looking, though. <laughs> She's a little bit of an obsessive. <laughs> and reality. And I mean, the ship isn't that powerful. He's definitely into runes now. Yeah, he's into runes. Why are you so stoked about it then? This cruise is getting space tortured. <clears throat> <laughs> doink, doink, boink. How do you defeat a demon? I just beat the shit out of it with yeah. a with a baseball bat. <clears throat> My turn. So, so it's like, let me show you what's happening to the crew. And Anderson's like, let's just do a montage of people with barbed wire. I guess, yeah. you know, because that's hellish. Well, um, I love that. So there's that. He's like, he's like, hell is but a word. It's so much worse than you can imagine. And <laughs> cuts to just regular ass, like pretty tame hell Like not shots. even hell, yeah. just sort of like a torture. Like yeah, a, like, like, you know, like people could have put that together. Like that wasn't very nightmarish. It yeah. was just sort of... No deals. Why? Nothing you've done makes this, like, make any sense. I can't even believe that the goal was not to get to Earth. I right. can't even believe it. How did they, how did they miss that? The goal oh, is the just maggots. to, like, that's, that's a classic. space maggots. Strobe it. <laughs> So Man, I uh, I don't even know. That's what so to... weird. So the ship's goal was to come back, pick up like five people, and yeah. then go back to hell with them. Yeah. Why wouldn't it try to get back to Earth? I mean, it already got a bunch of people in the first round. Yeah. Uh, they had to contact Sam Neill to get more people out there. Like but just like a couple. That's the vision of this evil is is small. You know. It's pretty limited. Yeah. Like that's not a. They're big like vision. our evil isn't like so demanding. We're we're we're, we're we easy to please. Give us five sacrifices. People. Yeah. Sci space flame. I can't even. They, they, man, there was no writer that came along and said, "Guys, you could connect this better, or just yeah. make this make more." Oh, it's a black hole. So they, so Florence Fishburne went. Man, he's he's in hell. Oh, he's not in hell though. He, they went into the. That's the realm that the the dimensional gateway that it, it opened. Yeah, but then why was Sam Neill like, no, they're all dead? Because he didn't get those two people. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Yeah, no, seriously. That's... The tail went to uh, went to hell. That's dumb. Lawrence Sack, he, he gave it all away to save these two people. 
the girl with no personality and the guy that just narrates every single one of his actions. This is going to be a very unsatisfying finish. Like, I, I dare him to try to do some, like, twist. You know, at this point, it's, like, so freaking lame. Well, you, you already wait. said it. It's the whole ship that's haunted. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the twist I was looking for. This is going to be so lame. What explosion? What do you know about it? <laughs> what do you know anything about this? <laughs> oh, they got Justin in there still. I mean... Nice catch. Right? <laughs> Let her just hit the ground naturally. Don't give I her I mean, any. these people are waking up the moment yeah. they fall, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sam Neill. <laughs> Infinity Nightmares. We're safe. We're safe. See? We're safe. So what is the, what is the implication here? Wait, there wasn't, oh, even, shit. there wasn't even an implication. Is this Prodigy? They really brought the Prodigy in for Dusty Simons. Um, is this like Smack My Bitch Up? Which I, track is this? This is not Smack My Bitch Up unless it's a remix. This is this is also not Prodigy because they would have never done something so. No, bad. this is Prodigy. This is, is this was on uh, the the Firestarter album. This is like a B side. They oh, just really? licensed it to them. Yeah, they're like fine, use it for your. Oh yeah, these musical tricks are all Prodigy. Neil Corbold. So, you know. Yeah. I'm thinking. Uh, How are you going to end I, I, this movie with The Prodigy? This is blowing my mind right I now. I know. It's so weird. I mean, The Prodigy is awesome, but like... Of course. They're amazing. This we is not Keith, the movie. Man. Yeah. It's rough. Fucking Keith went out. But, you know, I, I'm disappointed by the lack of... Uh, uh, you know, if these people were going to sacrifice themselves... I mean... They knew that it was a ship. By the end, yeah. they understood that it was a ship from hell. Right. Right? Or a ship so, that had been so baptized they, in hell. So why would they risk even sending a chunk of it? Like, Yeah, just, the just everyone should have been... The three remaining people should yeah. have been like, after everything we've seen here, we have to take it out. But you know group. that he was thinking too small. He was like, well, there has to be a survivor. Like, that's how horror movies end. There's always a survivor. He wasn't thinking big enough to be like, how awesome it would be if their whole their whole drive at the end was just to be like, fuck it. We're lost. We can't let this thing get to earth. Yeah. Right. Hell ship. I mean, to be honest, that's, that's one of the things that I love so much about alien and aliens. She gets away and she's She's in the clear. Yeah. The rest of the film is about another problem. Yeah. Not something that she did or brought back with her or anything. Well, yeah. Her whole goals are always to keep things from getting to earth like that. Yeah. 
But but I like that they didn't pick it back up and say like what how they did with Alien Three. Yeah. Which was that she actually had the alien on the ship with her. Is yeah. that how it ended? Uh, or something? What alien was the deal? Three was. Yeah, they. Oh, I feel like this is coming through the, the microphones. Oh, um, it might be. We might have some background oh, noise oh in here. Oh no. Uh oh. We'll see how it plays. Yeah. Um. I'm going to take mine off for now. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's the funky shit. So for those of you that are, are following along and listening, we're just still just kind of letting the credits play out a little bit here yeah. with some pro- Prodigy playing in the background. Prodigy. Prodigy. But uh, so what were we saying? Yeah. So in Alien 3, they sort of retconned the ending of 2 ah, by yes. saying that, no, they didn't get away clean. There was actually a face hugger on the ship with them. It so the, melted the glass. So that's what I mean, is yeah. that uh, the, nice, the nice thing between Alien and Aliens is that Aliens didn't in some way nullify the end of the first one. Right, She right. got away. <laughs> she was in the clear. And she, It was yeah. a done deal. Yeah. They, they, the, the film ended, like they didn't, you know. There's a new, yeah, like going you said, back it's a new and, problem. And, and leaving this issue, you know, trying to say that the previous thing didn't work out as expected yeah. is lame. That's a lame way to continue a story. It's okay to let a film be a film and then start something new. Yeah. What what other films have done that? That are just like immediately undone. Uh, Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> but that but that one ended on a on a to be continued. So that's I not was, really fair. I was thinking of uh, that's not fair. Hostel was another one, and then like after everything oh, this character yeah. went through, at the end of Hostel to get away. And be free and clear in the beginning of the second movie, he's just immediately assassinated. Oh, <laughs> they yeah, find right. his like headless body. Like, oh, they always knew the whole time who you were and where you were going. You, there was no escape. So the, the the escape from the first one is completely unsatisfying and undone. That sucks. Yeah. That but really it was also sucks. kind of like I understood what Eli Roth was at least going for. He consciously did that. He wasn't yeah. it wasn't just like short sighted screenwriting, you know. I feel like Star Wars largely did this. Oh yeah. Because what they did was, you know, the first film was very clearly black and white, good and evil. Yeah. And then the second one and third one immediately just said everything is gray. Yeah. <laughs> Morality is fluid. Yeah. You know, and everybody now blames the the new films for that. But in reality, like right after the first Star Wars film, like everything fell apart for that whole series. Yeah. It I'm joking, one of the most, of It became one of the most garbage trilogies uh, yeah. known to cinema. Right. I, I just feel like the same problems that we have today with Star Wars are the same <laughs> problems people should have with the originals. With the originals, but, yeah. But, uh, but they yeah. were, you know... We may actually be doing a video on that soon. Oh, yeah. Um, That's going to be the because next. Because we think that the, the next Star Wars movie is going to suck. <laughs> so we, we're cooking up a top ten reasons. They're going to be the good last. reasons. You know us, all right? You know that all of our top ten lists are good and sincere yeah so look out for that yeah we could do that uh so how did you feel so let's go talk about event horizon a little bit yeah, more okay. so like i i kind of sold you this movie that <sighs> was like promising a cool premise promising uh first half yep ultimately squandered uh disappointing last half yeah that sort of seems to be how you felt about it too it is absolutely how i felt about it yeah and the one thing i have to say is Serious props to the design. The I, I like the the ship design. I liked I liked a lot of the 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 visuals were pretty cool. I loved yeah. that giant corridor. Oh, with the, the with the blades. blades. Yeah, and, and he kind of and the drive. The cor- the drive was amazing. The drive was really at. cool. It was very well. So here's the thing, you nailed it. 
the drive itself was clearly supposed to look evil. Right. They were supposed to have like an occult sort of vibe uh, evoked when you looked at it. You're supposed to say, oh, that's dark magic. Right. Basically. I, b- I absolutely believe that thing could cross over and open a portal to hell. Yeah. But, there, but it was unintentional as far as the character was concerned. The guy just made it because he felt like that's how it had to look. He wasn't driven by any sort of um, obsessions or his own yeah. pursuit of dark knowledge. <laughs> right. It was just, no, that's just how it looks. And it's, it's it, it, yeah, for the purpose of the movie, it looks evil because, duh, it's evil. I mean... But there's no internal motivation for it to look that they way. Could have, we talked about a number of the ways that could have done that, right? Uh-huh. One of the ways that we didn't talk about is that once Sam Neill was fully demon at the end, he could have been <laughs> he like... He is now 78% demon. Yeah, yeah. Fully 100, 1,000. When he shows up with the runes on his face, he's definitely full demon. He could have just easily have said, you know, we reached out and touched this guy and yeah. he didn't know it and built this thing. Oh, like, like they the, could he could have been it. the demon speaking through him. Yeah, like they, they could yeah. have done anything. <laughs> like, but like, instead, with, like with my weak demon powers, yeah. without the ability to cross over, I could only influence his mind right. to build this drive. But now we exist, and and then he exist, you know, and then getting him here somehow. Yeah, I was able to like he the demon could have explained like that they needed Sam Neil himself to be there, like anything but what happened. <laughs> they needed us. We needed our own spaceship so that we could get cold brew from Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's not available the in our dimension. Evil. All we have is fruition. lukewarm, watered down coffee because it's <laughs> milk hell. was a was a bad choice. He'd be like Lawrence Fishburne, hell is but a word. It's so much worse than you can imagine. What's your what do you think the worst kind of coffee would be? Because that's that's <laughs> what kind of coffee we have <laughs> where we're going. <laughs> it's damn. I, I it's what is that uh. What's that replacement bean that sucks? It's like a green bean version of coffee. <laughs> Is it? I have never uh, heard of this. I'm going to lose this bit. It's over. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, and it wouldn't even be unreasonable for the demon to explain that overtly because he did sit in that chair and overtly explain yeah. nonsense. He said, I made a ship that could travel worlds uh, to cross space, but it did something else. He was and now it's different. at that point. Yeah. I but mean, he had torn out his eyes, so he was still, like, influenced, you know, but it was... But, but they didn't explain any bit of it. Yeah. The demons didn't have an explanation, and neither did Sam Neill, which is freaking lame, yeah. because nothing drove the situation except blind luck. Yeah. Like, basically, Sam Neill's character made a faster-than-light drive legit to yeah. travel, and then it just opened up a demon door, and nobody knew why or how or cared. Right. Like, that's what's so lame. There was no driving force behind any of it. Yeah, it just except legit space travel, and that's lame. And it was even his know, own wife's death wasn't even a factor, which is well, shocking. What's so that they missed that? They, what was so shocking? Like nobody so was Paul friends Anderson. With, with Anderson was like Paul. Like listen, guy. Like why? Like you need to wrap this around. You need to right. like bring this. So here's what happened. Paul Anderson. I, I can. I, I can. I've watched so many of his movies. I know how he thinks. Here's how he thinks. Because I think like this too, and I'm a moron, so that's why I understand this <laughs> aren't is bad, we, this aren't is we bad filmmaking. Yeah. So I think of a, a, something that would be cool, and that's it. Everything, <laughs> all of my ideas start from there. You know, yeah. what would be rad if this guy fucking tore his own eyes out because demons told him to do it. Now, how do I make that a story? Right. So 
he had this like whole driving thing that his he was being haunted by his dead wife, who clearly killed herself because he was he froze her out. Yeah, like he oh, he was overworking, and we know this because he. He blatantly says this out loud, <laughs> regretfully. I never should have spent so much time yeah. making my FTL drive, and so she kills herself, and so her. He's that's his tormenting spirit. Everybody on the ship has a tormenting spirit. His is his wife yeah. that he regrets right. uh, neglecting until Which she. They didn't up. explore any of them. They didn't explore the any of it. But so okay, we understand why she killed herself and why she's haunting. Why that would haunt him, but what's with the eyes? Like, they all are like, so here's where this comes in. Paul W.S. Anderson, he'd be like, you know what would be fucking freaky? Somebody who's just so crazy, they tore their own eyes out. Yeah. And he had no reason for that to and happen. Didn't, so didn't his, find one either. His reason, he tried to, though, which was to have his wife show up with no eyes. And then eventually he's going to be like, you're not going to have eyes now either because your wife, your dead wife doesn't have eyes. Yeah. But, like, why doesn't his dead wife have eyes? Like, she cut her own wrists and died in a bathtub at no point was eye removal. That was just a thing the demons did to people. And then, so as I a mean, vision, she showed up. I'm, I'm having a hard time explaining no, this. No, no, I totally like, get it. There are all kinds of tricks and things that you can do to... So, so check this out. Even if you don't have a good reason for doing something, you can still treat your audience with enough respect yeah. that you can give them something to hold on to that might be interesting for them to think is something cool. Right. Like, like a good director, you know who does that all the time is Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. He always gets the audience thinking that they're in on the joke when yeah. I think he's leaving some things pretty nebulous. Pulp Fiction is all about that. Everybody's like, yeah. they're still debating on what... Why he had the Band-Aid on the back of his neck and what was in the right. case. And, and people think they're in on the joke and they, they, they love it and they enjoy it and they, get, they use their, their own imagination. And yeah. get, so like some, that's a gift to the audience, right? I mean, in this case, she, like in the middle of one of his weird you know, psycho-emotional things where he was dealing with the whole eye thing, maybe yeah. his wife could have been like, I don't want to see you anymore. And he's uh, like, oh, the eye. Like, yeah. Give us a little something to think that you care, <laughs> like, yeah. even if you don't, even if you hacked it together, like make it, this film could have been a puzzle box. Right. And instead it was just a, I, a huge fart. I like, think that Paul W.S. Anderson still thinks that this is a puzzle box. And I think there are people out there madness. who think that this is a puzzle box. They're and probably the, still talking about it. The other huge sin that they committed was that they, they started to open the gate and they didn't actually get there. They did, well, like, yeah. you, like you have to open the, it's the rule. You have to open the gate enough for something to start coming through before right. you close it. You have to do the poltergeist. Right. Something's getting through. Yeah. Like, well, and it wasn't that their whole thing was like, we go through and that's it. Nothing's coming through. But, but, but didn't the drive turn into like a, a light gate yeah. in some way? There was a portal that that Mr. Justin or whatever actually went into. Yeah. And what he saw was the dark. <laughs> There's no imagination to like what actually is. There was no thought put into what actually exists over there, except these like lame flashes of heavy metal music video imagery yeah. that was just so I've seen these like stills. I was curious. I was like, let me see what's going on with these images. There's some like really macabre. Um, <laughs> there's some like really macabre, like body horror, yeah. you know, um, practical effect things going on here. I want to check this stuff out. Cause I'm also just a fan of like movie gore and like horror movie stuff. So, um, that background they're in is just that room. Yeah. They're all being tortured in the chamber that the portal is in. They're not right. in hell. They're not in a, a special place. 
They're still just on the ship. And there is, to the movie's credit, there is one person impaled on one of those wall spikes that, yeah. that like that were so underused in the room. Right. Like, this room full of spikes, and not once was like, did they come into play in any sort of meaningful way. But there was one just random, I don't even know who it was. It was just a... a a mannequin that they didn't even bother to make after fashion after anybody. And they just, yeah. that was impaled on it. But so yeah. even in their vision of hell, it was just still the same room they were in and all these people were being torn apart in it. And it's like, what, what, what is in hell? What is on the other side of the gate? You, at, even if you don't show us, you at least have to know. Yeah. Right. And you have to we know. can tell that you don't know. <laughs> You right. have to like that's like a, a screenwriting thing. You have to know information about the world. It may not even come out on the page or on the screen. Yeah, but you have to know that so that when you're writing these, I mean, things, it's it's obvious that somebody sat down rules. in a in a in a writer's room situation. They were like, Paul, yeah. what what's what's on the other side of the gate? And he was like, That doesn't matter. The dark. <laughs> he was like, That doesn't matter. All that matters is these cool visual like yeah, gimmicks I mean, that I'm going to do. Or it's like, you know, maybe the cool visual tricks or maybe he's like, well, all that matters is the characters, but he didn't get that right. Like, you know what I mean? You know what I bet? But, but the thing that you're right though, that you need to at least think those things through yeah. to inform the, the, the decisions that the characters are making or what the evil is doing or yeah. anything. Like at least get to a point where you've got it mapped. You, you know what? Uh, I bet you anything. I've never thought about this before. I'm always just like, how does this guy keep getting movies? I bet, A, all of his movies turn a profit. He probably falls into those, like, one of those weird tax loophole directors that, like, <laughs> like Uwe Boll. Yeah. Just, like, every movie he makes is going to get people a ton of, like, incentive money back. Yeah. But I bet you anything, he can sell the fucking shit out of a concept. Oh, I bet no he goes doubt. in that room. He's like, there's going to, it's like a haunted house, but it's on a ship, and they're going to do this, and they're going to have these things, and it's I'm going to do it all for under this, you know. Yeah. yeah, I bet he rules in the in the pitch room. And, you know, and, and again, like we talked about earlier, it takes a certain kind of person to begin with to be able to to, to be able to even. To see a film Cobble through. together everything yeah. you need to do and, and see it through. So, like, yeah. whatever, we can't touch that. You know, a lot of, most people can't. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of, like not everybody has the gift of like getting in there, getting things done. And listen, he makes competent films. Like I, I love shitting on this guy, but it's because I've spent so much time. I've given him so much of my time, like willingly. <laughs> Let's. I'm going to yeah. start from like, I think Mortal Kombat may have been the first movie of his that I'd seen. It may have been his first movie. Was did he do Mortal Kombat? He did Mortal Kombat. Huh. He did Mortal Kombat. He I did hated Soldier. Mortal Kombat oh, so dude, much. I loved it when I first saw it. I was I, like, I can't believe that I'm watching a video game movie come to life. Really? And it's like not that bad. I because we were used to like Super hard. Mario Brothers. Like we had dealt I, with some real bad video game movies. Maybe it's because I'm a little bit older than you or something. Yeah. I wasn't buying it. I, I wasn't know, buying man. any of it. I was just I, such I was, a video I was game like, fan. He really, boy. I was like, he could have made Scorpion a character, but instead he actually just took one sample and made that all of his dialogue. Yeah. Like, what is he? Because in the game thinking? world, he's such a nuanced, like, tortured so character. Weird. And he just turned him into these like this weird one-liner henchman. Listen, I it's thought the same so thing about the weird. movie that I do about the soundtrack, the Mortal Kombat soundtrack. <laughs> I enjoy it, but I know in the back of my head, there's a piece of me being like, you know this sucks, right? And I was like, no, it doesn't suck. What are you kidding me? I like this, and I force myself to enjoy these things because at the time, nothing else like that existed. I didn't yeah. have any other video game movies that brought these worlds that I was invested in to life in a way that I could just sit back and be entertained by it. <laughs> and so I just, I appreciate it on these levels and I kind of appreciate all of his movies on those levels. Well, I like yeah. he did the first attempt at an alien versus predator movie. 
the one yeah. that took place in like the Ar- Arctic. Yeah. And I was like, dude, all the parts for an awesome movie are here. I will give you that. Same with Event Horizon. All the parts for an awesome movie are are in are here. You yeah. just failed to deliver them in a in a competent, satisfying way. I mean, he didn't fail to get together a good cast, so that's no, cool. No, he slayed that cast. I do kind of like on the cover, looking at the cover now, Event Horizon, like the ship is like shooting out from Lawrence Fishburne's neck. Yeah. It's you like, should take pew. a good look at that. That's the only that's picture, the, that's too. The that's the front of the ship, too, which that's is the kind front. of fun. Yeah. That's that's great. It's like Tokyo. Like, yeah, look, look at the speed lines. They're coming out of his neck. The front. No, no, but from the ship itself. Oh, yeah. They're coming from like, like the back of the ship is just being dragged, <laughs> like with no speed lines behind it. It's, oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, the whole ship is there. All the motion is coming from just the front of the ship. Well, there it is, guys. <laughs> Event Horizon, first time, last time. Oh yeah, I like doing this too. I like because we had we have similar like. We don't even necessarily have similar senses of humor. We just click on certain things in yeah. like weird complimentary ways. And and our backgrounds are so different. Um, and just the shit movies that I grew up watching and loving. And I had no criterion anything in my in my wheelhouse. Like coming up, it was all schlock cinema, yeah, horror, yeah. bad sci-fi, <laughs> bad martial arts movies. Um, I was huge into Van Damme and Seagal. Like, mm-hmm. so it is funny to like, to be there and expose you to these after I've been through all the motions of like all the steps of, uh, grief, denial, you know, like (laughs) acceptance, you know, like I I went through all that with these films because there was a time when I legitimately believed that I needed to learn to do the splits so that I could be as awesome as Van Damme. (laughs) Like I was like, that's what's holding me back. I can't do the splits. Cute. And yeah. Oh yeah, man. So, so I guess maybe what we could do is we could throw it out there. If anybody wants to, uh, I don't know if uh, hopefully you enjoyed this, uh, just us blathering on over yeah, the film. Some riff track style. Um, or should we, we should, probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> nah. Well, that's cool, but talk over style movie companion. Yeah. If you want to hear more of these or have a suggestion, we'd love yeah. to hear about it. We um, love movies. We love watching them, and we love talking about what we like about them, what we think could maybe we don't like or yeah. could be different or. Um, there are lots of movies that we love with everything we've got, so we can we, try that too. We teased um, Zardoz at one point. Ooh, we, should, we should hit that. Now that that's an adventure. Yeah, we've both seen it, but I've what only seen it once. We should do is we should trip on mushrooms oh, and then watch damn. Zardoz, and we should do a companion. I'm to pretty that. down with that. That would be something. Oh damn! We might that's not. Crazy. We might not come out on the other side of that one though. <sighs> <laughs> the same people that we are has anyone heard from the Arl not skeletons you know what i'm <laughs> going to do though I, there's an example of a movie that ended up i watched it twice and I, the first time i was like i'm not sure about this movie. then i watched it again i was like that was a pretty dope movie uh the void did i talk to you about that the void yeah wait it's a fairly recent horror movie really low budget the void it takes place largely in a hospital it's like almost like a, a cult siege movie hmm and there's like definitely a, another dimension style. There's like a Sam oh. Neill, like Dr. Weir, like okay. a character that's like, but all of his motivation for harnessing this dark other world power, it's all there. They do everything that this movie should have done, but huh. it takes place on earth, you know, yeah. it's still, but it's still dealing with another dimension. Interesting. And then at the end, it like really delivers on that promise of the other dimension in okay. a really cool way. So the void is like, it's definitely a grisly movie. There's some 
pretty horrifying um, effects work going on Grizzly there. Grizzly graphic stuff. Yeah, there's a lot yeah, of like don't gooey, love that. There's a lot of gooey, corpsey. You know, it turns out this doctor was like experimenting oh, on God. people, and they were they're still around. I you hate know. that stuff. Yeah, but it's all demon stuff. It's not like torture party you know yeah like human centipede style this is like uh, i'm creating other beings basically right. and mm. they are and then it, it sort of turns out they were like he's horrible and he's evil but he's also not wrong like he's not crazy the, these are he is harnessing like this power from this other dimension it's <laughs> a right. it's a good like low budget horror sci-fi movie i, did, I recommend that it. out the void i'll check it out demon doors it's all yeah. about those demon doors. <laughs> the Mist might still be the top demon door movie. That movie freaked me out. It was rough. It is pretty rough. Yeah. That's a sad, dark. We saw it on Thanksgiving Day. Oh, bro. And uh, the like, audience was so I am not so thankful at all. <laughs> the audience was just depressed. I mean, it's a good film. Um, it's great. But it's, it's not for, for anyone who wants to pick me up. You know what I like about that <laughs> ending, though? Um after everything that happened happened, the the, the rescue truck drives by the girl, and the, the woman, woman from the beginning the is in it. Yeah, the woman from Walking Dead. And what was badass about that was like, she was the only person at the beginning of the movie who was like, this store is not where I'm going to die. I'm going to take my risk. I'm going to take a risk out there. Yeah. Take my chances to, to save my kids. Who's with me? And everybody was so fucking chicken shit. Yeah. They, she goes, really? Nobody wants to help me save my kids? Right. And so she took a risk. She she went against the grain because everybody in there was so afraid, and she made it. Like yeah. she she had her kids with her at and, the end. And he knew it too. Yeah, he's like, oh, this bitch. She's rubbing it in my face so hard right now. Yeah, that look, pretty rough, he's man. He's like, don't give me that. I still got my kids. Look, <laughs> <laughs> don't give me that. I didn't have to shoot my kids in the face. Look, <laughs> oh, it's so rough. It is a little weird that they did that so quickly. Like the instant he made that decision, the fog cleared and like the military was there. It was like. I don't know whether or not it would have been more effective to let him like stew on that for a little bit to like have to find his way out there it's, by himself. It makes it extra super duper rough. Yeah. You that know, it's just, that it was, it was, that it was close minutes to the away. Wire. Yeah. Minutes. It's minutes. Ugh. I do really love that visual too of the, the giant. Oh, that thing. That, that big dinosaur. It's horrifying. But it was also like kind of peaceful in a way too. Cause like not everything uh, in Stephen King's original short story, not everything there was like just murderous, car carnivorous. Oh yeah! Like that thing was just like so unaware of anything happening around it. It was just there. That's you know? just... how I felt about Annihilation. Oh yeah. The, the same thing that it wasn't. It wasn't. There wasn't a driving malicious force in the entity. It was. It just happened to make that bear fucking. Yeah, like it was bear. just a. You know, I kind of felt the same way about the mist and, and yeah. with some of those beings, which was. That's an interesting place to be. Still, one of the most yeah. horrifying parts is when that giant, like, lobster slash praying mantis thing just comes out and it's just all mist over. It's this complete ah, silhouette. Yeah. And it just, it's actually a Star Wars guy. The the soldier that it took is, uh, he was the voice actor and character model for uh, Starkiller, was his last name. But there was the Star Wars games, The Force Unleashed, which was just world-breaking. Like, you could uh -huh. never have a character like this actually exist. They had to make the games not canon because he was just too much. Like, yeah. he was Vader's secret apprentice. 
and by the end of it, you could just, he was bringing down, there was like amazing sequences. It was the ultimate Star Wars pa- power fantasy. And he was just bringing down whole t- uh, Star Destroyers from the sky <laughs> and like crumbling up TIE Fighters and throwing them like back into, wow, like just, okay. he was like Dragon Ball Z levels of Jedi. Like yeah. He was just uh, over the top. I guess you want to just wrap this Let's out? Let's wrap then, it, yeah. Yeah, so we got, uh, we got some stuff coming out. We talked about it at the beginning of the episode. Yep. So stay tuned for all of that. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hit you with some stuff. We got a couple uh, interesting new format concepts to come through that we hope you guys are, are really enjoy. And uh, go check out all all of our follow links. Arl Knots at Arl Knots on Twitter uh, yeah. at Arl Knots Official on Instagram. Um, what else we got? Plug YouTube channel. If, I mean, if you're listening to this, you know about the YouTube channel. And uh, I guess. Oh, yeah, you can catch up on the old Excelsior podcast. It's on this same subscription thing. If, you got, if you're a dude and you're looking to better yourself, I'm the, I, I got some stuff for you there. Yes, Zach has you covered. Yeah. And that's it. All right. Peace out. Oh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye.